Quick disclaimer before we start the show, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everyone to episode 29 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded March 18th of 2020. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight. China uncovers Zach's My Little Pony collection, Apple comes full circle with new iPads, and Samsung shocks with the latest S20 news. My name is Evan Kraus. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing? Good. Good. And uh, Christian Crawford. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing? Doing good. Don't have corona yet. Yeah. Virus at least. Yeah. We're all gonna get. Well, it. you're out of corona. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm drinking water tonight because uh, yesterday was St. Patty's Day, ah. and uh, I spent all night, uh, you know, reading the Bible, um, praying <laughs> doing to holy the things. one true God, Allah. So I'm. Uh, I'm sticking with water tonight. <laughs> I like it. I like a good start. <laughs> you guys have any uh, juicy work stories or check-ins this week? Mm, you got something, Zach? I feel like you haven't had a customer story in a minute. I yeah, I just really haven't. Mm. I don't. Everybody I've been dealing with has been like not crazy somehow. What's that? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I have much. Mm. Plus, we've been super slow the past couple That's of days true. too. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have a crazy customer story. I had a um, I had a customer that came in um, not that long ago, and she was actually it was her and her husband, and they were just not like they wouldn't stop talking about like how everyone's contagious and everything, <laughs> but they must have not heard about this whole like six feet social distancing thing because as they were telling me, they were like standing right next to me. It's like okay, they're like oh yeah, we're probably gonna get it, yet they would not get away from me it's like what i keep hearing these people keep saying you gotta stand far away from people but i don't i don't know about that i don't know about that i do people still trying to shake my hand it's like yeah what are you doing what are you doing this is not the right time for this like i almost reach out instinctively and then i'm like oh wait i'm not supposed to do that right i'm like stay away from me but uh neither of you guys work today but we switched to um in our location, we can only have 50 people in store at one time, yep. and that includes employees. So it's like we have to have people wait at the door. Um, and it's really weird because, like, everybody's very conscious about how far away they are. So it's it, it's a very weird time. It is very odd. In retail. Because what, we, what, we have, like, 15 employees at once, 15, 20? Uh, we've, it was about half and half. Like, we have a lot more employees than I than than I uh, think sometimes because like you, you don't you look around and you're like oh there's like 25 of us here right now um, so we were it was about half and half today yeah, huh. yeah. Um, and then uh, here in a little bit we're actually switching by the time this podcast releases uh, we'll be switching over to um, a more limited one so we'll have cut hours so we'll have uh, fewer employees and fewer customers than 50 total I think so I, we're yeah to, I think we're dropping like 20 I think it's like 15 to 20 yeah something like that so it's That's about to get it's about to get weird for a while. Yeah, this is a weird time to be in. Not having the, yeah. not not knowing everything, I think is one of the hardest things. Yeah. Just kind of trying to figure it out day by day and how it changes so rapidly. Yeah. So we'll just see how and, it goes. And here we are recording a podcast within six feet of each other. Just uh, I know, right? You know, Gotta just love it. spreading our spit and coughing and. All that stuff. Gotta love it. it. I think we need you to. I think this is time yeah. for uh, Christian rants. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. To, I'll do the first one. See how I feel. Um, so I had this. I had this uh, group. Well, let me start this way. Um, it was a husband and wife. Uh, I talked to the wife first. Um, our our supervisor brought her over to me, and so I was talking to her first, and she was really nice. They were like, you know, older. They were like like fifty five, maybe sixty five. With an, actually, no, they were sixty five. Um, cause he mentioned retirement anyways, they're, they're 65. Um, 
again, the, the interaction started out super nice. They're just coming in, looking to upgrade phones. They had like S8s or S7s or something. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, cool, no problem. And then she gets a call, and she she answers it. She's like, hello. And then it was her husband looking for her because he was in the store as well. And I see this guy just like looking around over next to the Verizon <laughs> pad. And and so I kind of like waved my hand, and he like made eye contact with me and then looked away because he had no idea what was going on. And uh, so she gets him called over, and the first thing he says when he walks over to us is like, I was at the phone place. I was at the goddamn Verizon pad. I don't know where these people are. And I was like, hey, what's up? My name is Christian. I'm going to be selling you guys' phone today. <laughs> so uh, so that was not a great opening line. Um, My goodness. But, so in today's society, we I mean, we like to think that we're very, like, equal, and, you know, relationships are 50-50, but that's not how those old folks do it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> because every time she spoke, he would say something hundred percent condescending and just like mean to her i and hate did, that oh my god it's so she, awkward yeah and she just like took it on the chin like power to her i guess but like he would say something she, she would be like hey i think we need to get another charger for the car and he would go we already have a charger for the car we don't need one i was like damn okay <laughs> she's been doing she's been taking it in the chin for years yeah, she just, it, just doesn't even care you could just tell their will to live and their will to be happily married was just gone like yeah. 40 years ago they're just there because they probably have kids or something oh and they're just god it was it was incredibly painful to go through huh. and like he was he was even kind of a dick to me like i would <laughs> i would try to figure out what accessories and what chargers they needed and what phones they want to get and he was just like he's like here's what we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do this charger with this cord then we're going to need that car adapter because we don't have the spots for it. And I was like, well, you could just do this instead. And he's like, no, no. And I was like, okay. Uh, it was it was so hard because, like, sometimes you have to break through that shell on people to, like, kind of get yeah. them okay with the interaction. But he just he didn't have one. It was just all solid rock, and he was an asshole. Um, <laughs> no, he, she was super nice. Like, whenever he went away, she was just the nicest person. But, um Man, it was it was so weird because it was like stepping in a time machine. Yeah, that's back weird. To, yeah, back to where like men are just like, mm, 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 and then women are just like, okay, honey, <laughs> whatever weird. you say. Yeah, so it was huh. it was pretty solidly uncomfortable. Yeah, like there are certain situations where we're like, I hope this doesn't work out. And I hope they like leave. <laughs> right, and that was one of them. Like obviously we want to sell them phones, but they were just it was very very uncomfortable. That's so. Uh, that is yeah. the worst. I've had a few of those. Yeah. I had an S4 come in the other day. That the other was, day. That was fun. Ooh, an S4. Was it like an S4 active or anything? No, it was just regular S4. Huh. Yeah. I was like, huh, I'm surprised this thing's still working. Was it working pretty well, though? Yeah. That's uh, a- That was the one where, like, the the phone died on me during the middle of the transfer. Like, the only thing that was bad with it was the port. Like, we put, we flipped it over and it looked, like, brand new still. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, was that an S5? Oh, that one was an S5. Yeah, it was an S5, but it looked, like, mint condition. Yeah. So, yeah, he was the S5, but I did have an S4 come in. It was Tuesday, no, Monday, Hmm. last day I worked. Still, that's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, (laughs) It is crazy, though, because the people that come in with, like, the oldest phones, it feels like those ones almost work the best. Like, they've worked so well that they just never had to upgrade. Like, usually if you see an S6 or an S7, they're just, like, trashed and not working. But if somebody comes in with an S4 or an S5, it's probably doing okay. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I had a customer actually that she was on track phone um, and she had, I think it wasn't, I think it was an S5 uh, mm-hmm. and it was still plugging along. And the the only problem was like they were, they emailed her and they're like, your service isn't going to be compatible for, 
know, within the next year. So she was really worried and she was wanting to look for better options. Yeah. But yeah, her phone was plugging away. I was clicking on things and it was just responsive. It was, I had no yeah. problems with it. So it was, it made it really easy for the age of the phone. I was just surprised. Yeah. But And that's a, a common thing you'll notice on all people's phones that still work after five years is they don't have hardly any apps on it. Yeah, that's like, true. They always have a flashlight app, though. Always have a flashlight app. But <laughs> of that's course. Just, but that's about it. Like, they don't have a ton of games on it. They don't have uh, Facebook because they, they're usually older and they don't, they don't care about it. They usually don't have those really taxing apps on there that run your battery and run your storage up. That's true. So That or they found that nothing works, so they had to delete everything. <laughs> Everything's down to the bones. bare minimum. <laughs> just text and call, that's it. I'm yeah. running my operating system, and I can't say more than three text threads. <laughs> <laughs> but damn it, it is fast as hell. This thing's plugging away. Yeah. And that's why I tell people, to, they'll be like, so how long is this phone going to last? And I'll, I'll say it usually depends on how you treat it. Like, yeah. Like, the odds of you having a limit are very low, and so it's mostly just how well you treat the phone, and if you put a bunch of stupid stuff on there and run the battery super hot like yeah, expected yeah yeah it's gonna happen yep um with Shout that out. said all s7s are trash uh moving on <laughs> <laughs> shall we move into the uh, phone buzz fake news gentlemen you okay the phone buzz <laughs> coronavirus fake news uh if you're sick of government spying on all your intimate google searches deep personal secrets and my little pony brony collection it turns <laughs> out that it's all for the greater good to help fight covid19 better known as coronavirus and China, for its part, is putting its technical prowess and 300 million security cameras to good use. Combining those 300 million security cameras, facial recognition, citizen medical histories, and location tracking, Chinese officials have developed an app that can tell you with impressive accuracy if you've had close contact with someone that's tested positive for the virus. Wow. And if that sketches you out even a little bit, China already knows what you're thinking. Police officers, with the help of cutting-edge drone technology, have been patrolling the streets, publicly shaming people that gather in groups, and taking custody of those that are uh, caught not wearing masks. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. China is rewriting the rules. No longer do snitches get stitches. Instead, those that rat out family members or others in the community can be rewarded by the government with up to three months of advanced pay from their employer, favorable reports on their citizen ID card, or even a care package of face masks. So that is the prompt. And so for those that uh, this first time listening, so what we do is Evan and Zach have to try to guess out of all that stuff I just read out, what's fake and what's the real news. So real you, news. What you've got, China. I don't want to. This is crazy. <laughs> you don't want China, China coming down your neck? Um, you already found your My Little Pony collection. I think that they don't use drones and publicly shame people. So I have to show you guys this video because it is bonkers. They actually 100% do that. Okay. Amazing. They have these drones that fly around. It's just like these guys, these uh, police officers sitting in the in the precinct. And they're just flying these drones around. And they're like video pe videoing people. And they're like, hey, get off the street. <laughs> Put on your mask. Go home. Like, it, it's My goodness. wild. It's, it's funny. Uh, but yes, that is actually real news. You so. don't get three months of pay from your employer Correct. for ratting somebody yeah. out. So you don't you don't quite get three months of pay. So what they do is they uh, it's like a bounty system. So if you like report somebody that is a confirmed case, um, you can get up to it it's, equates to like a month's salary for us. Hmm. So yes and no, but you are correct. Hmm. You guys are one for two. What else you got? Um doo -doo -doo. They're looking real hard. Evan's yeah, this is hard. Doing. So hard. 
Evan's lasered in over here. Zach is touching his face, getting coronavirus. <laughs> licking his hand, licking uh, his face. There's not 300 million security cameras. So that is actually true. Wow. They said there's 300 million. I was hoping million. there is more. Like... <laughs> There will be. I'm sure there yeah. will be. This if might you, be. If quiet. you count their phones that they're using and spying on them, it's probably more than that. Yeah. Go for it. This might be like too in depth, but they, um, the people that snitch don't just get like free will. Like they're not, like, do they get in trouble? No, if you, no, if you snitch on people that have the virus, you, uh, you get the, yeah, you actually, so you can get money from the government or they will actually give you like a 30 pack of face masks in some spots of the country. Yeah, 100%. Which I mean, I guess more? that also knocks out the favorable report or ID. Yeah, so that's uh, that's not a thing. So apparently, I learned this today. Apparently, in China, like your uh, your your country ID has like a number on it, similar to our, our driver's licenses. But they basically have like it's like social credit. It's huh. like if you're a good person or a bad person. What? Because their facial tracking technology and all those security cameras is ridiculously good, and uh, yeah, they can like follow. You. So I, I kind of want you guys to get into this uh, well, this first point, though, because it kind of plays into that. The other one is, like, I doubt there's an app you can get. So you, you actually can get it. Um, so it's an app that's been downloaded, like, 200-some-odd million times in the country. But, yeah, it will tell you with impressive accuracy. That point is 100% true. Huh. It'll tell you if you've come into close contact with anybody that's had it because wow. it, it combines their uh, medical records. It combines um, street that's... cameras, and it combines, like, so they can track where people have been. And where you've been, and if you've been in contact. I wonder if like their privacy things are a little bit different. I mean, obviously, oh, they are, obviously they are. They don't, like they don't to have the point much of like privacy. to the point of like medical records. Yeah, that's no. confidential. Like here, right? Yeah, I'm guess I'm assuming right. not there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how medical records work specifically in China, but uh, but yeah, that's a huge concern. Is like that they'll use the because um, it's already pretty much a surveillance state. Please don't change yeah. China. Um, but they'll probably use this uh, pandemic as justification for like furthering those policies, yeah. which is the actual scary part about all this. But um, I think you guys got them all. Or I think nice. you got them all. There. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I'll, we'll link the story in the uh, description. It's actually pretty nuts, um, the stuff China can do with, with all that data. So, kind of scary. Yeah. I saw, this is totally like, off topic, but I saw, I was watching like this document documentary and it was about like factory workers and stuff in china and they were talking about like when they clock in they don't like physically go up and touch anything it's all they walk in a line and it literally just like clocks their face when it sees it that's how like accurate it is is it will clock their time when they leave and go in yeah it's crazy stuff is nuts over there wild part of that is like um the mindset because obviously in in western society we're very much individualistic we're all like you know you got to do your thing and be yeah. the best individual but in Eastern countries, it's all uh, collectivism. It's all like greater good and you know, yeah. community bounded. So that's so. I just, I don't know if I could. Growing up in America, I don't know if I could deal with that. Sort of I don't stuff. know if I could either. That's wild. That's crazy. Anywho, all right. Shall we move into our first news story, gentlemen? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So uh, this comes to us from <laughs> what? I'm watching the drone video. Oh yeah. <laughs> just. Chasing this old lady, wash your hands, go yeah. home. <laughs> Good. This is this is one that if you don't ever check the links in the description, please do so because it is it is funny as hell. I mean, terrifying and awful, but also you, funny. You people putting cards down there, disperse, disperse. <laughs> um. All right. Don't so. go out and party. <laughs> Stay inside. Play Scrabble. It's a fun game. Okay. 
All right. Um, so this next bit of news uh, should shock absolutely no one if you've been listening to our show for the last uh, beginning of our existence. Um, so from GSM Arena, insiders are reporting that inventory of Galaxy S20 phones is piling up, suggesting that sales of Samsung's newest flagships will be lower than those of the S10 generation last year due to the economic downturn caused by COVID-19. The premium Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra accounts for over 50% of pre-orders, a surprise considering that Samsung's predictions pointed to the Galaxy S20 Plus being the top-selling model of the three. And this happened last year, too, when the premium Galaxy S10 Plus beat the S10 in terms of popularity despite predictions that the S10 would be on top. More importantly, however, the Galaxy S10 generation sold better than the S9 after several years of declining sales from the S-series. Now it looks like the S20 will not be able to maintain that upwards momentum and there are competing flagships scheduled to launch soon. Samsung is said to have raised its orders for the 108 megapixel modules and periscope cameras uh, to keep up with the unexpectedly high demand for the S20 Ultra. However, the overall orders for the S20 parts have been reduced. So, we're no experts on pandemics here, clearly, uh, but we've been following the smartphone industry for some time. Do you think coronavirus is responsible for lackluster sales of the S20? I don't think you can say no, but I don't think you can blame it on 100%. Yeah. The corona. I'm Why? sure. Go ahead, sir. Well, I was going to say, um, like, what's your, what's kind of your thinking behind that? So, like, it wasn't really, like, it was a pandemic outside the United States when the launch happened and all that. Yeah. But they still made it to where you can ship to home, things like that. Like, markets were going down, yes, but I think it was more the price point of it. Yeah. And, like... If you're gonna spend that much, why not go for the ultra? Pretty much, because that's, that's the only thing you're gonna see where between the twenty and the twenty plus, mm-hmm. besides a bigger screen. Yeah, uh, there's not much. So I, I still fully think it was more like Samsung's mistake of doing too much. Yeah, uh, COVID definitely doesn't help anything, and yeah. I, it definitely plays a large role, but it's not the like. You, I shouldn't say you should blame it and look for an out by calling it because of COVID. Yeah, that's true. What you got? Point. I was, I mean, I was pretty, pretty much going to say the same thing. Is it had? It probably had to do with a lot, um, a lot with the the number jump there in price point. Um, but like, yeah, he said it, it since it didn't really like technically start here and it wasn't that big of a deal um, to where it's like super concerning when it did launch. Now that it's here, I think more people are focusing on. Um, purchasing and spending their money towards like necessities yeah, than certain sure. things like phones. Um, so like, it's like, that's why we've seen a huge decrease in where we work on like just customers in general, because yeah. people are more focused on, I need toilet paper <laughs> and you know, stuff like that versus I need to go spend $1,300 on a phone. Hell yeah, brother. So, Say another thing help. too, after like the S 20, uh, launch weekend, mm. like I've sold a lot more of the 10 series now Yeah, because mm-hmm. they dropped in price. Yeah. And like the S10 and 750, what the 10E was. So yeah. I've been selling those a lot more now too. So True. it's like by leaving those active, I think they're still active. I don't know. I, yeah, at least for now. Yeah, like that's they're mur- cannibalizing their own sales <laughs> by doing that. Yeah, yeah. They, I think the S20 series. I think you guys are exactly right. It's facing kind of a triple threat because obviously the pandemic is not helping sales for sure. Um, I don't know how much it would have affected because supply is not the is not the problem here. Like we have quite a bit yeah. of S twenty, so I don't think supply is the issue. Um, but yeah, I think demand is a big problem um, as the smartphone industry plateaus. We've talked about this for for weeks now, but as it plateaus, people aren't going to be 
you know, upgrading like every two years like they used to. It's a three-year cycle. So I would say maybe without without the uh, the pandemic, maybe they would be equal to the S10 series. But then, like you just said, the S10 is also fighting for sales on it. So people yeah. that were, you know, looking at $800, $900 now have to go with that phone instead of a instead of an S20. So That's a good point. Um, again, uh, well, I'll be interested to see once kind of the, pan- uh, the pandemic dies down, how people – um, go out and buy the phone or if it just stays you know at the same uh, same levels it is um, on top of that so one of the most interesting part, parts about this article is the s20 ultra um, so total numbers aside the s20 ultra seems to be the fan favorite are you shocked by this news i'm like not over 50 percent of pre-orders yeah i'm not no. i think it's one of those things where it's like you're not you're now like just going back to the s10s you're seeing like a okay jump yeah. from the s10 to the s10 plus but now it's like you're two steps up you know from the s10 plus with the s10 or the s20 ultra excuse me yeah. um so it's it's one of those things where it's like this is the year that a lot of people are going to upgrade to that like people yeah. that have been kind of holding back with the s9s and stuff like that they're like holy shit yeah. this phone is dope Thanks like let's nice. yeah let's let's make this big jump and so that doesn't really surprise me well that and it's a <clears throat> it's a 200 dollars price increase for 0.2 inches bigger screen. 0.2 half, inches is a big difference. Yeah, That's right. Half an hour battery life, and then you get a hundred times zoom. Like, yeah. it's almost where like why not? Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, so close. Why would you not upgrade? Is it? It's yeah. It's two hundred bucks compared to. Yeah, you know. like two hundred <laughs> in the grand scheme of twelve hundred to fourteen hundred, like not that big of a yeah. difference. Yeah. I mean that's less than what? Less than a dollar. Oh, I mean ten dollars a month difference. Yeah. It's Something like six Just bucks. Just try it out. Just try it out. Yeah. <laughs> Just try it out. Beat on it. Piss on it. Try it out. <laughs> Honestly, I this does for sure surprise me. Um, I know bigger phones tend to sell better, but like fourteen hundred dollar phones tend to not sell very well. Sell sell very much. So like, honestly, I am pretty surprised. I thought the S twenty plus would be uh, like it has in previous years the the biggest seller. Like, there's it's just such a huge um, ask for customers to shell out. Because what it, we did the math on it a couple of weeks, it was like fifty some odd dollars a month it's for like fifty two, yeah. fifty three for, for twenty four month financing. Like, I don't know, I don't know what explains that honestly. Because we've talked about the people that are upgrading are probably coming from three year old phones, and you know the thousand dollar price tag is pretty shocking. So I, I honestly do not know how to explain how the ultras, unless I, it's just like the enthusiast market really going out of their way and like you know shelling out for it. But I think that's I what know. it is. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it because this is this year's huge. Yeah, I, I still fully believe it's just the fact that like you get a tour like two hundred dollars for a price jump and you get more stuff. Like yeah, that's true. I mean, because yeah. like you're not thinking of it as two hundred dollars. You're not thinking of it as fourteen hundred dollars. You're th- you're thinking of it as forty six or fifty two dollars a month. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That's a good way to look at it. The American consumer, they're not really. They're worried about like, oh, what's my monthly bill? Not what and what am I going to pay for this in the long run? It's what's my monthly bill? Can it happen? Honestly, when you revert back to that question, I am not really surprised that the S twenty Ultra is the top seller. The fifty percent is what's really surprising me. Yeah, that's half of the people that buy this phone. Yeah, that's wild because, like, for example, I was looking at the S twenty, and when you looked at like the with Sprint and stuff like that, the savings you get, the S twenty was the one that was free. Yeah, zero dollars a month. Right, exactly. It's like having that even the difference between zero and sixteen dollars a month. Like for a decent amount of people, that's I mean that's a 
decent chunk, you know, difference in pay there. It was just crazy that like they really, really went for the S twenties and all their promotions and stuff like that. And reflecting the fifty percent on the ultra, that's just pretty wild. I mean, our pre orders were seventy five, eighty percent ultras. Yeah. yeah. True though. It's just like so over that- the whole you know, all Maybe, of their sales. Is and crazy. again, it is it is worth noting that uh, these numbers are not official. It's from insiders, which are usually pretty accurate. So, like, even if it's a little bit off, it's probably pretty close. Plus or minus some. Yeah. yeah. And it's also worth noting that this is pre-order sales. So, like, people that pre-order are probably, like, enthusiasts. So True. that part, I could kind of see why it makes sense that 50% of them had it, but... Even still, that just, that's that sho- that shocks me. I'm not surprised it's a plurality. I'm surprised it's a majority. Also, about think about this. Whenever you're, what I didn't even think about was like the trade-in promotions and like the huge savings a lot of people were getting to where it was yeah. making that S20 Ultra almost the same price as like the S20s and stuff like that. So it's like mm-hmm. that. Now that I really think about it, having those huge promotions like the $750 off yeah. makes that. $1,400 phone, a lot more easy to swallow. Yeah, especially you know I mean? if uh, if you are an enthusiast getting it every single year, you probably have a newer phone to trade in. Right, and so you can get that high. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let's move on to our, our feature story tonight. Um, and this one's all about the iPad because um, obviously there's not any big in-person announcements, so this was kind of one of those quiet launches. Um, so this comes to us from The Verge. I quote, Apple is announcing a new iPad Pro available online for either 799 or 949 for the 128 uh, gigabyte Wi-Fi configurations, depending on the size, uh, they're available to order online right now. And this is again recorded March 18th. And Apple says they will ship on March 25th. Both the 11-inch and 12.9-inch sizes look identical to last year's models, but there's a new processor and new camera system inside for them both. Apple's headline feature is that it, it has a lidar scanner. Uh, to go along with its camera for depth sensing and AR. What most people are going to notice is that very new keyboard that you can get with it. Apple says, quote, rather than copying the experience from macOS, uh, trademark, trackpad support has been completely reimagined for iPad. As users move their finger across the trackpad, the pointer elegantly transforms to highlight user interface elements. Um, hmm. Based uh, Basically, instead of the traditional always there mouse that we're used to, um, it uses a translucent gray circle that highlights elements making them easier to see than disappears after a certain amount of time. Um, unfortunately, that trackpad will not be available until May, but it will be compatible with last year's iPad Pros as well. Hmm. And speaking of, unfortunately, it will cost a whopping $299 oh for my. the 11-inch model and 349 for the 12.9-inch version. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's just for, they're calling it like the magic keyboard, which I guess makes sense. But yeah, me. Um, I will that, say the pictures look cool. Yeah, th- it does look pretty cool. So the the keyboard itself has like an elevated angle for the um, for the iPad. So instead of sitting, it's a small thing and it's dumb, but it looks cool. So instead of sitting like right on the keyboard, it like hovers above it. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty scrolling. Scary. You'll see it. It's, it's got dope. A, it's got a cool looking hinge, but um, but yeah. What are you guys' initial thoughts? Evan kind of spilled the beans there. Um, what are you guys' initial thoughts? It's cool. Um, it's just one of those things where there's not a whole lot different. I like the price of the what is it though? Seven ninety nine. You said yeah, the, for the this eleven. Yeah, yeah. So that's I mean that's not bad because what I think the last ones were like eight ninety nine and a thousand, right? They eleven hundred. They were close to it. I should have pulled up prices for it, but they may have been the same or maybe a little bit higher. I think they were a little bit higher, but it's nice just to see that because it's like when I look at that seven ninety nine price point, I think of like the S ten E. Mm-hmm. just because it's a comparable price. So it's like, okay, I can justify that a little bit more, yeah. um, especially with getting a iPad, which is huge. Yeah. Um, but it, that, that keyboard makes me 
if you it's look sexy. at the picture, it looks exactly like the MacBook, like a MacBook keyboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's hot. It is hot. It's hot. Looks like they're trying to get closer to that laptop status with it. Yeah. Which we'll we'll, we'll circle back to that here in a minute. Actually, okay, cool. um, Zach, what you got? Initial thoughts. Are you looking at the website now or something? Yeah, I was looking dirt. at the video of like the uh, <laughs> dirt no the commercial. Dirt. Um, I don't know. I I don't like iPads. My yeah. initial thought is like I don't really care because I don't. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I, you get more use out of like a MacBook than you do an iPad. For yeah, I for mean for most things. For like, most things, yeah. I I guess. The only thing that really w- I would see the benefit is using the pencil. Mm-hmm. The Apple pencil. Oh, true, yeah. But, like, I'm online classes, so I don't need to do note-taking. Like, I just don't – the at- extra stuff that you get for a tablet, I don't need in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the need to use it myself. Fair. So I don't get excited for them, really, because I don't need it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's good product. It looks cool. The keyboard's dope. Keyboard is dope. That's I, why, like, I was, up? like, looking at it and, like, mm. It's it's tempting, but two ninety nine dope. I don't know about that. Yeah, that, yeah that's no, the that's issue. A... Is like it's two hundred ninety nine dollars, or if you get the bigger one, three forty nine. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like that's the only way I could justify getting this iPad is with that. And then now I'm in a thousand dollars. You know what? Yeah, with times up. Let's do this. Yeah, with even without even having like an Apple Pencil or Apple Care. Yeah. So like, if you want to deck out your iPad setup, you're looking at like fifteen hundred bucks. Gosh, crazy! And that's just for the the um, the base model. Which before we move on to the second part of that, actually, um, something just struck me. Apple now has a uh, device that starts at one twenty eight gigs. Because I'm pretty oh. sure weren't last year's oh. iPad sixty four. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's oh my gosh! I didn't even think about that. It's exciting news for the phone. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's got to uh, be this year. Yeah, it's it's got to be this year. It's got to be moving up to that one twenty eight. So that's such a small thing. But that's such a big thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I love that about that. I love guys, that about that. Do you guys watch The Bachelor? Yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah. Someone partially, the yeah. yeah. Zach's a loser. Um, Something like that. But yeah, Peter this season, <laughs> it was a running joke because he would always say, like, I love that. Like, I, lo- I love that about you. Yeah, that was that was one of our drinking game uh, prompts. But, but I love out. that about you. I love that about you. Um, but yeah, so that, that kind of caught my eye just looking through that. I was like, wait a second. It starts at uh, 128. So, yeah, um, we called it, I think, a couple months ago that – that was one of our debates is, are they going to offer more iCloud storage yep. or are they going to offer more internal storage? So It's uh, finally here. It's a pretty good argument for the internal storage. Or. 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 They or. implement SD support. No. So more onto that, the, the keyboard part of it. Um, is Apple moving too far or not far enough into the quote-unquote portable computer space that they've been exploring with the iPad for years? Um, and I ask that because mouse support has been present on iPads since uh, iPad OS 13, but functionality was pretty limited and aimed towards accessibility more than productivity. Should Apple allow more third-party peripherals to work with the iPad? Because there was a lot of talk a long time ago, and like it's been rumored for a while now that like when's the mouse coming to the iPad? Like when's this coming to the iPad? You can use a mouse on so you, iPad. You, you can use it, but it does not have nearly the same functionality that the new trackpad has, um, and it's not intended for productivity. It's more intended for like interaction. It's and like to replace. Um, I don't know the right way to describe it, but it's not as like full feature fresh as like uh, as like a using a normal it with mouse like a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I don't yeah, know. Should they should they open that up to more third parties and, and move into that like 
portable computer space. Ah, that's so weird. It's just I like I say no. I say no too. Yeah, I think I think you're getting that's too close. I think you're getting too close to to the laptop space because currently, yeah, there is a big sale going on right now, but it's like your MacBook Pro and MacBook Air are a hundred dollars more than the bigger iPad. Yeah, just a hundred bucks, and you get a more powerful physical laptop. I mean, you're you're so close. It's like in just like with the S20 Ultras, why not spend the extra hundred dollars and you have a MacBook Pro? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Okay. It's a little too close. I'll, I'll debate the other side of this. What you, what you guys think? I was basically at the same thing. Like, if you need a mouse that bad, buy a computer. Right. <laughs> like, don't go for the iPad if you need a mouse that bad. Um, just, I don't know. I think they have it pretty close to figure it out. They have a good iPad line that can still give you the tablet, but the, like, tablet size mobility of it things like that but it has the power of a computer or you have your option to go to get the computer which is still portable and lightweight like yeah. the pros aren't big gaudy machines anymore like the pros are still pretty light themselves yeah that's true. like the only thing you're you have a detachable keyboard and that's really your biggest difference and less of a mouse support but like i said if you need a mouse get a macbook right yeah i have right. a feeling so to kind of go on the other side of this I have a feeling that Apple is going to usurp the lower lineups of the MacBooks and just make more powerful iPads. So the so I think they're going to market it towards like if you're a college student and you're just using it for notes or you're just using it for like some basic tasks, don't buy the MacBook Air. Instead, um, buy this iPad that's gonna they're gonna start at like nine ninety nine or eight ninety nine. Um, buy this iPad that has most of that same functionality with trackpad support. Um, and you get a interaction like a touchscreen display. Yeah. Um, and I think that's supported by the sales figures. Um, I don't have exact numbers, but for years now the MacBook sales have been like not declining but not growing. Whereas so staying I, steady. Yes, yeah, staying staying steady but not showing any growth, which yeah. um, overall you would you would hope to see. Um, but the iPads have been showing growth, and especially at the top end with the uh, the Pro lineup. So. I would not be surprised if they're just slowly making that transition and getting rid of the lower MacBook models. Like the Airs and stuff? Yeah, and replacing them with, like, higher-end iPads. I would break up with Apple. That'd be pretty gross. I don't know if I can get over that. Yeah, that's strange. Because I don't don't need a a Pro. Yeah. I I have a MacBook Air. I love it. Yeah. I I mean, I think it was... I think it was Steve Jobs, maybe, or it was somebody like high up in Apple that said, um, I think it was Steve Jobs, that said the iPad is the most important product we've ever launched. Because I, th- I think they see the future of computing, like like everyday computing, unless you're doing like like higher performance or necessary stuff. Um, I think they see the future of computing as portable and touchscreen, and True. that is what the iPad is. Yeah. So I think they're slowly putting all the resources into it and slowly making the iPad like their premier product, besides the iPhone, obviously, but in the more like like stationary computing space or um, powerful computing space. It's gonna be the iPad. Good point. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what's to what's to come? And I do agree that uh, like having third party peripherals is like very much against anything Apple <laughs> has ever done <laughs> yeah. in their past. Yeah. So it's kind of a it's kind of a red herring uh, question. But um, it would be super cool if I could just use my my Logitech mouse on it. Um, that'd be dope. Because I mean, you can use third party Bluetooth keyboards. So like you can use mouse too, but you get like a weird circle. 
Yeah. And uh, it's, it's gross. Well, well, that's, I think they're expanding upon that for the, um, there's a, there's a video. And again, we'll drop that in the description. Um, it's on that verge article, but, um, but yeah, it uses like a, it's like a gray little circle and it like highlight, like whenever you're over an element, it really makes it stand out more than a normal computer would. Uh, so it's a little bit easier to, to see what's going on. Yeah. Huh. So, um, for all of our listeners out there, um, this is a pretty crazy time. I know this is weird to say at the end of the episode, but I hope, um, I hope you guys are all staying safe. You know, we, we do this guy, we do this for us, of course, but we also do it for you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, it's important. It's important to stay safe. So. Hope everyone's doing okay out there, but uh, thanks for still listening in to us. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's P-H-1-B-U-Z-Z, and give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Bye. Bye. Peace.